Tuesday, 11th of October, 2022. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. Acts 10, 42. The previous verse conveyed Peter's words, saying, To us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. Peter will now explain what that thought means, tying the two verses together. The resurrection proves that Jesus was, and is, sinless. This is because, as Paul says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 as this is an absolute truth concerning all of humanity who descend from Adam via a human father, then it secondly proves that Jesus is truly God, born of God the Father. He is the God-Man. We may not think this through to its logical end when we consider the resurrection from the dead, but it is clearly implied. Jesus is both without sin and he is God. With that understood, Peter says, And he commanded us to preach to the people. Peter is surely noting what Jesus said after the resurrection, such as that found in Mark 16, 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Such verses as that, and even prior to the ascension in Acts 1.8, indicate that the apostles were given a commission to convey what they knew, and it was to extend beyond the borders of Israel. As Jesus said in Acts 1.8, in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. In this preaching, Peter continues that it was to include more than just the simple gospel, but what the gospel implies. As Peter next says, and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. The word translated as testify is stronger than to simply witness or testify, marutaromai. Rather, it is a word already used twice in Acts, which goes a step further, dia marutaromai. By adding the prefix dia, through, it means to thoroughly testify and to even solemnly charge. In other words, Conveying the gospel also conveys the necessity to further explain what accepting or rejecting the gospel implies, if the situation so requires it. That which is to be testified is explained by the next words of the clause. It is Jesus who was ordained by God to be the judge of both the living and the dead. This was stated clearly by Jesus in John 5. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honour the Son, just as they honour the Father. He who does not honour the Son does not honour the Father who sent him. Most assuredly I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into judgment but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, 
and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. John 5, 22-27 This thought is expressed elsewhere in the epistles and in Revelation. Jesus, because he came into the world without sin, lived without sinning, died for the sins of the world, and rose again, proving that he remained sinless, is given the authority to judge both the living and the dead. His life gives him the authority to judge all sin and his death gives him the ability to extend that to those who are dead. In saying that Jesus died for the sins of the world, it means this is true potentially. Any sin that has been committed is potentially atoned for by his death. However, it only actually applies to those who come to God through faith in his provision which is found in Jesus. As Jesus said in John 5, those who believe in him shall not come into judgment. Their sin has been judged in him. In this, they have passed from death into life. However, those who fail to believe remain dead in their trespasses. As such, they will be judged for condemnation. It is Jesus who holds the authority to conduct this process because it is Jesus who has prevailed over death. He is the God-Man. Life Application Some may hear the simple gospel and readily accept it. Others may have questions or simply reject what is presented. In such a case, the one who tells about Jesus should be ready to fully justify to what it means to turn from Jesus. One cannot come to God apart from Jesus. Those who come to Jesus will come to God covered by his atoning sacrifice. They will be found acceptable before God, but even those who don't come to Jesus will still come to God before Jesus. This is because Jesus is the one ordained to judge all humanity. When they are raised and stand before the great white throne, it will be with Jesus as the witness that they rejected him. And in the rejection of him, they will be found guilty and judged as such. People need to understand this. When Jesus said that he is the way, he meant it. No human will come before the Father without coming through Jesus. The terms have been set. The standard has been given, and if a person does not meet that standard, meaning Christ's perfection, he is a goner. Only in being imputed Christ's righteousness can eternal life and reconciliation be provided. This is what we need to be prepared to tell those we speak to. In Jesus is life, apart from him is death. He is the God, man. Glorious God Almighty, how grateful we are for the offer of reconciliation you have provided for us in the giving of Jesus. May we be willing to always 
open our mouths and speak out the good news to those we come to meet. And Lord, may we be ready and willing to tell what a rejection of the gospel means to those who turn it down. Help us to be bold in our proclamation, O God. Amen. He told us to preach to the people and to tell them that he is the one whom God chose to be the judge of the living and the dead. Acts 10 verse 42